Hey, spooky friends, and welcome to The Three Twisted Sisters, hosted by Britt, Kay, and Lexi. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I didn't tell you guys. Lexi? Yeah, my name is just too long. That's true. I never Alex use your full wrong. name. I never <laughs> use your full name. Lexi. Yeah. That's hey. cute. Lexi, that's, that's fun. That's fresh. That's hip. That's a happening. It's me. <laughs> He's going to drop it on us in the intro. Hey, way. <laughs> hey, guys, my name is no longer Brit. It's me. Call me me. There you go. Okay. We hey, ready me. to go, Lexi? I'm yeah. ready. I like it. It's got a nice ring to it. It's cute. Thank you. Oh, my God. So on t- yeah. <laughs> On today's twisted episode, we are going to be talking about moon rituals. But mm. first and foremost, we have a motherfucking birthday this week. It's our oh. very own Lexi's birthday. Hey. Lexi's turning 26. Ow, ow. It's a big old two six. It's really not excited? that big. No, I've had so many breakdowns because it just like I'm getting old. Oh my gosh. Oh. Literally, I just I feel like I say this all the time. I just turned 30 and I swear. Just <laughs> there's a birthday. <laughs> I literally okay. I turned 30 and honestly, I feel like all my 20s, after 25 especially, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm getting so old. What is going on? And then I feel like on my 30th birthday, I just hit a switch and had a completely different, like, way of thinking. And I I am rambling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have that same thing, but mine was 25. 25. What did I do on my 25th birthday? She had a funeral. I had a funeral. The fucking drama. And when I did that, everyone was like, you're supposed to do that on your 30th birthday. Why are you doing it on your 25th? And I was like, why would I do it on my 30th? Like, 30, flirty, and thriving. Like, I don't need... I do it on my 25th. (laughs) I was like a quarter of a century old. Life is over. Cells stop regenerating. So you die a little bit every single day. Oh, my God. So... Happy birthday, like... And I never even, I never even, you are the one who reminds me of my age. I never think of my age. My skin's gonna stop. Girl. You're just freaking out. Okay, we went swimming last week. Oh my god! We went swimming last week. And kids will be kids. And they say the darndest things. There's been so many shows about children just being silly. Like, what did he even say? Oh my god. It's still like, the knife is still in my heart. Okay, so tell us, tell us. We're swimming, we're having a grand old time. I'm tossing these kids, like launching them. And then he goes, (laughs) Oh my god, I can't even say it. It's like it like puts me back to that state where I was freaking out all day. Like I kid you not, after he said that I was on one. Like not on one, like all day? I was like for the last week. I was like super like (gasps) 
like freaking out all day, right? Anyway, what did he say? I'm getting to it. Okay. <laughs> um, so he comes out of the water and he's like, Auntie Alexi, you have a lot of wrinkles around your eyes, and I about lost it. I was like, get out of here. You pick him up and you throw him across the pool. <laughs> but what did I say right after that? You're you're fine. You're 26. You're young. You're you're fine. And I'm like, first of all, I'm not even 26 yet. So <laughs> <laughs> you're like, so what the fuck? <laughs> but I was like, shut up, dude. Like you're fucking 26. You're fine. I'm so no, I get it. I don't even remember I'm 29 sometimes. Yesterday, I don't even know how it got brought up, but we were talking about graduation and I was like, oh man, I graduated like nine, 10 years ago. And then I was like, 11. That was 11 years ago. Oh my gosh, another year. Ah! Yeah. Well, well, for one thing, it's like, I feel sorry, I'm spazzing out Roxy right now. Um, I feel like hitting the the 30 mark I was so terrified I was like I'm gonna have a mental breakdown like this is gonna be crazy just because it's like that I don't know society's fucking pressure on women to be their best perfect selves and oh well, my gosh and men. older yeah yeah, yeah. but like it's everyone me. it's like 30. <laughs> sorry for me but like 30 in society is like the precipice of like you better have your career your home your family everything established yeah 30 at the latest 32 yeah that's like chill that's not even yeah are you kidding so i feel like 20s were just me figuring shit out having a lot of bad haircuts (laughs) 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 and then my 30s have kind of transitioned into i'm less harsh on myself when it comes to all that shit and just switching your mindset. I don't know. It's going to happen, Alex, and it's going to be great. You're going to we'll get that confidence. how many confidence. breakdowns it takes for me to hey, get there. Hey, at least you're 26 <laughs> and you're not 16 again. That's true. Ugh. <laughs> I would, you know, some people me. are like, I miss high school. I would relive it. <laughs> I didn't even go to high school when I was in high school. I would never relive those times. Good night and goodbye mm-hmm. to high school. Mm-hmm. The only the not. only thing I do miss is not paying bills. But even yeah. that is like that's not that big of a deal. And what really, like the simplicity of it. Like, really, you gotta mm-hmm. go to school. You gotta show up to these classes. Do okay. Yeah, I feel like our it. life is pretty simple right now. <laughs> yeah, I, that's I don't have true. too much. Like, I do drama. Not allowed. Nothing's allowed. Stuff was way worse way longer yeah, ago i had no drama and our hormones were all <laughs> no but no i had friends. no friends so <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I was hey we were trauma that. kids <laughs> that's worse somehow that's worse <laughs> hey <laughs> i always say because it's like like drama choir and band they're all like they all like talk to you about it. So I'm like, well, at least I wasn't in band. <laughs> I was or like choir. a choir. But then it's like, you guys are fucking cool too because you can play music and sing and yeah. shit. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and we couldn't act. <laughs> we could project the fuck out of place. Yes, we could. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like a jock with no friends. <laughs> oh, the worst combination. Colin. I mean, Lexi. I grew. 
grew. It built character. Yeah. I don't know what character, but it built it. Yes. <laughs> it built your shy character. I need to not. But with a name like Lexi, 26-year-old Lexi comes into the room. She like, makes eye contact with change. Mark Sloan. <laughs> they fall oh, in love. Oh, my God. <laughs> How old was she in that? Was she 26? Uh, I want to say she was, like, in her 20s. Yeah, well, she, she was, was, like, 22 she... or 20. No, she had to have been 26. Yeah, because she... they go to med school. See? Right? There you go. Right. Just Mark find Sloan's you Mark around. Sloan. He's around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you got him, baby. Yikes. Hey. Uh, <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> so. Tangents forever. Yes. So anyway, after that fucking long-winded shit, <laughs> um, <laughs> this mm -hmm. week we have Lexi's beautiful birthday. And on Sunday, the 7th of August, is actually Friendship Day. Oh, in that cute. <laughs> yes, that it cute? is. In that cow. <laughs> in that real cute. But what's crazy? Summer is already coming to a close. I mean, low key, thankfully, because I love the fall. But mm -hmm. at the same time, the kids are starting school, and it's just like a whirlwind nightmare. I feel like this next month and a half is going to be wild for me personally. Good, good things, but just busy as pork uh yeah your your kids started early mine still have another week which is still early but not early enough on one hand because <laughs> all of us work from home so yeah. it's like oh it's great we get to be with the kids all summer all day every single non-stop non kids which yeah. we love them they're sweet but it's like, oh, we just can't entertain them that much. Yeah. They're like, hey, right. Alex, want to play Legos? Cool. This is lame now. Want to play Super Smash? Cool. This is lame. Let's go run around for a few minutes. I'm like, okay. Haven't even played Legos yet. Yeah. <laughs> who's, who's Auntie Alex? Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. It's just hard to entertain them. Like, that's oh. the biggest problem is they, nothing, nothing is enough. They're just always bored. No matter yeah. what we have them do. Yeah, it's crazy. But yeah. I know we were just talking about this yesterday. Um, it's going to be so exciting when they go back. But then having a silent house all day. I know. I know. I felt, I feel like I might be the only parent ever to feel this way. But I was like, aside from them, like, seeing their friends and learning and all that fun stuff about school. I was like, I'm not ready for them to go back. I'm not ready for summer to be over. And my mom, our mom was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I definitely am going to miss them, but I'm also going to be able to get so much. I know. So, I know. That's so, yeah. On one hand, it's like, yes, that's going to be a bummer because they're so fun. But on the other they're hand, they're so like, freaking funny. Yeah. They are. They're so funny. And yeah. Yeah. They're really coming into that sarcastic. Every time I talk, they're like, you're sarcastic. I'm like, no, like, I'm trying to tell you something. Like, yeah. What was like, it yesterday? It was like, I heard you, you did a good was. job. Yeah. Oh, cleaning their room. Yeah. I was <laughs> like, I was like, show your Auntie Lexi that you cleaned your room. And they're like, yeah, go look. And she comes out. She's like, good job, guys. And my oldest was like, oh, yeah, real nice. You know, we, it actually took us a while to do that. And she was like, I was like, I'm trying to be nice to you. 
<laughs> they're <laughs> around too much sarcasm. Yeah, they, but they're you know they're getting it. They'll have fun when they go back. So yeah, yeah. definitely ready for fall they'll be, though. They'll be back. Oh my no! A few moons. Oh, a few moons. <laughs> Bringing it back to the topic at hand. Yes. So what? What? What is a moon? <laughs> so essentially, the moon is the rock you see in the sky. Ah, right. Okay. It's a rock that the sun hits, and that's why we see it. Right. Okay. The sun hits it like the light beam. Ah. Gotcha. Here's your noggin. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you meant. Noggin. The sun reflects against it. Okay, it reflects, hits, same thing. <laughs> All right, kidding. you're coming so, out of the oh, shot. Sorry, so the phases. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so the, the sun hits it. So the sun hits it right there. Just scoot her. No, she's so precious. She's so this precious. is my daughter. Anyways. So Adult there's tough. different phases of the moon, mm -hmm. obviously. And the beginning of it is the new moon. That means you can't see it because it's farthest away from the sun. So like you're literally like looking in the sky like no moon. Right. Right. Okay. And then it's the waning crescent. Mm -hmm. And then it's the first quarter and then the waxing gibbous. Mm. And then the full moon, which you see, and it's okay. the closest to the sun. Oh. Right. And then it's the waning gibbous and the third quarter and... Then the waning crescent. Oh, mm -hmm. quite a lot of moon cycles. My favorite thing, I mean, it's super basic, but I love the like pictures or like t-shirts with like the moon cycles on them. I think I it's know, so pretty. The moon phases. I think mm -hmm. they're, they're so really cute. Pretty. I think they're so cute. Yeah. I like to see them as mirrors. As a well. oh, kind of like yes. the mirror shape. Oh yeah. I'm like, damn, yeah. that's cute. I like the carved wood, like um, shelving stuff with yeah. the, the moon on it yeah, yeah i've seen those too yeah that is cute it is pretty cute but yeah i i love the moon me too like, and that's the like what's it. cool is like throughout centuries the moon has always been like an obsession which is kind of cool because like let's say let's say we didn't have like a clock or time in back way back in the time way back before all this technology before clocks and time yeah. <laughs> they would use the moon to like keep track of days essentially okay because like, what they had so they would you mean like the sun like a sundial no, no no so a sundial was for like to track the hour and like the day but like if they wanted to track anything further than just the day to like figure out like we're gonna go on a commute in two moons or when the moon is like this shape. Gotcha. Oh. Like they would use that as a reference for time. Or oh, days. that's cool. That yeah. makes sense. It used to freak me out when I was a kid when like it would be sunny out like daytime, middle of the day, and then you see the moon. It like it, it wouldn't freak me out, but it would like it blew my mind because I feel like so many shows and TVs, it's like the the sun comes up, sun goes down, moon comes up, and like yeah, they're like. Yeah, when you see them, like, other. together, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, well, what's going on? Yeah. yeah. What in the <laughs> Alice in Wonderland is this shit? <laughs> yeah. I wonder what, like, the first civilizations that, like, started really tracking that thought when they saw both of them together, too. There's I know. Been some out-of-pocket ideas. Like, what? Okay. <laughs> Let's so, hear them. There's one that the ancient Greek thought was that the dead went, like, that's where they went when they died. 
and they just like chilled there. Oh, yeah. Hmm. And then the Hindus, kind of similar, but it was more of like the souls of the dead would go in like basically like a waiting room is like the moon was a waiting room for their like next reincarnation. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I used to think that when I was a kid, because I used to think heaven was like in the atmosphere or in space. Mm -hmm. And then the moon was like that first little jump to that's funny. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, and then this one's super cool. So, the Polynesian Islanders, so Hawaiians in the Pacific, Mm -hmm. right, used to believe that it was, like, a goddess, um, and her name was Haina. I feel like I'm saying that correctly. Haina, right? And she was, like, this very strong feminine power that, like, came with the moon. And it was said that females were, like, her representatives, on earth oh i love that yeah i love that i like are that you guys too. on your on your moon cycle <laughs> what do they call us what when you're on your period and they say like oh. are you, it's my moon oh, day i call it shark week shark <laughs> <laughs> well there's like a it's my moon day i'm in my oh. moon week well it's interesting because the moon cycle is like 28, 29 days, and so is a period cycle. Oh, that's true. So that kind of mm-hmm. checks out. It's kind of cool. Right? Yeah. That's how it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, keep going. Keep mm-hmm. going. Interesting. Mm-hmm. But she cool. is the the goddess of the moon. She is an, a deity to, like, that culture, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Very neat. So, yeah, I thought it was super dope that, like, their, their de- like, def- not definition, but, like, their interpretation of the moon was, like, it's, like, a deity up there. Yeah. It's, like, pretty cool, you know? Like, I wonder I like how many... That. There's actually a lot of ancient cultures that have worshipped the moon, like Egyptians, Babylonians, um, different kind of like Native Americans. They still have different worships for the moon. And what I always say this whenever we talk about like conspiracies or like monsters or folklore or something like that, we're like, how if they're just fake? How did all of these different civilizations that have never met each other up until, you know, more recent times, um, but like thousands and thousands of years ago, they all saw similar things. Yeah, like they couldn't have like communication like, hey, make sure you put this on your tomb. Yeah, (laughs) but like like they all worship the moon, which I guess it makes sense, like this giant, beautiful ball of light in the sky or whatever, the sun and the moon. But the thing about that is that they've also... Because, like, when I think of full moon, other than, like, ritualistic stuff, I think of werewolves. Because it freaks them out at night. Yeah. But the werewolf and, like, they come out during the full moon. And, like, one thing that I used to think a lot was, like, like, okay, imagine the full moon in the daytime. Do they come out then, too? Or is it only when the full moon comes out at night? But... Oh, they, I get what you mean. But can yeah. they come out of? Can they come into their wolf form on other nights, not just on the full moon night? Well, it depends on what kind of like folk lore that you're actually reading, because different um, cultures or writers or authors they all write kind of different things. But the whole breakdown of where werewolves came from goes all the way back to Greek mythology, when. Um, mm-hmm. Zeus was served a plate of human flesh by um, Ew. a man named Lycan. And ah. 
And he punished him by turning in, him into a wolf. Why would he give him human... F Interesting. Yeah. So then this whole... That's kind of where it sparked was... Lycan was now part wolf. How did how did he gotcha. so many more other wolves? I don't know. I mean, he's serving a god. The baby. god of all gods flesh. I mean, what the hell is he thinking? Who knows who knows what kind of followers he's got? But yeah, that's that's kind of where a lot of it stemmed from is is that. But then that's interesting because okay, that's Greek mythology. Well then how did Egyptians pick it up? How did indigenous um, Native Americans pick it up, you know, like different things like that, where there's been um, hieroglyphics and drawings done of werewolves and aliens and vampires, but now we're talking about werewolves in different caves around the world where people didn't, you know, interconnectedly travel. So it's just amazing. Like, is there some truth to this? But the right. thing is, is that um, like the ancient texts None of them specify that the wolf has to come out from the full moon. That's kind of been picked up later on. Not like super far later, but throughout time, people have noticed that when there's a full moon, behaviors change, attitudes change, everything kind of changes with people and animals. So that's kind of where the werewolf and the full moon kind of intertwine was that they're a normal human for X amount of time but then their personality and behaviors change when the full moon comes. And what's interesting is that, you know how the moon is responsible for like the wind and the tides in the ocean. So yes. they've noticed that sharks act very weird during full moons. Really? Like they go on a feeding frenzy. They act like super aggressive, like really crazy, and they will eat everything. Do sharks? You love sharks, Kayla. Do do sharks? I, <laughs> Kayla, I, her, her weekly shark fact. I respect sharks, but it's interesting because the it's the way that the tide pulls. That's what they think. They're assuming that they act like that during the full moon because of the way that the full moon um, makes the tide react. So then it well, makes them crazy. I have a little bit of an answer for that. Oh, do in you? My, in my notes. Oh, okay, what well, you got? It. Do you share? <laughs> so the moon is is essentially stuck in our atmosphere, right? In our yeah whole situation. So the moon's gravitational pull on our planet is what causes the moon and the moon the um, tides. Hold on a second. Yeah. Um, that's... The moon's gravitational pull. <laughs> he didn't say it like that, though. The gr the moon's gravitational pull like on Earth causes predictable tides. So the rise and fall of the tides specifically. So if you think about all of, you know, humans, animals, we all have like a very high percentage of water within our bodies. So if you think that the moon's gravitational pull affects the oceans, why wouldn't it affect us? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. I've never Absolutely. even thought about it that way. Yeah. So when you think about our bodies, the human body is made up of around 75% water on a good day, hydrated day, <laughs> in comparison to the oceans and things. Obviously, it's on a much smaller scale within our own body, but we still have those 
um, influences or side effects of the moon and its cycles. So how to properly or to how exactly to use the moon's power to your advantage. I have a couple ideas. So we're going to start off with the new moon. So to harness the powers of the moon and to use them to our advantages, let me first start by breaking down the four major cycles. Um, So we have the new moon, waxing, full moon, and waning. So during the new moon, you're going to want to think about like new beginnings, new intentions. And then with the um, waxing moon, it's all about growth. It's all about planning and it's all about acting. So you're literally putting um, like those intentions to work. And with the full moon, we want to harness as much of that power, as much as that success, the... um, the ability to charge your magical items or yourself just in general, that's what the full moon is for. And then for our waning um, cycles, we want to let go and we want to release and banish that negativity away. So those are the four main types of moon cycles that we're working with when it comes to rituals. So starting right off the bat with the new moon rituals, Um, You want to have your intentions very clear for the next month ahead. Um, You want to be journaling. You want to make your lists, baby. You want to get everything written out. What do you want in your next month of life? Next, you can go further than a month, but I'm just going to stick with the month because of the cycles. Um, Another thing that you want to do is light a white candle. Now, it can really be any color just, you know, light it with intention. Um, Boom, roasted. I got my candle right here. I want to light this candle for protection. The flame of this candle will be protecting me. That kind of thing is what I mean. Um, And doing, lighting a candle on the new moon is essentially bringing in that light, like literally like symbolizing bringing light into your life. Um, and into those dark places that you might still be processing through. Um, The new moon is actually the darkest night of the month. So that's kind of where that candle ties into. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I always thought, um, like when we learned about the moon in school and different moon cycles and stuff like that, um, I don't remember if it was my teacher that told me or I came up with it on my own, but like new moon to me meant no moon. That's how I like remembered that the new moon was completely dark. And so whenever I, it's like the new moon night, I just like love going out because it's like you can just see nothing. <laughs> it's just like insane. You know my new moon reference to imagine what the moon looks like. What? Super fucking corny. <laughs> Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> oh the, the new moon. Oh my god. <laughs> Twilight, man. Um, what a great what a great movie series. <laughs> no. Anyways, <laughs> it's a guilty pleasure, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um the big thing about the new moon is that you want to allow yourself to let the new in. Let go of things that are not serving you as far as like routine um, people, workplace, things like that, that are no longer serving you, 
allow, don't, don't just quit your job right here during the new moon, but more or less open your mind to new horizons. Alrighty, so the second one is the waxing cycles. This is literally when the moon's light or power, the moon's power itself is growing little by little, right? Um, through the month. So this is the growing cycle. So you want to be manifesting. You want to be putting pen to paper, thought to... Um, <laughs> action. Thought, yeah, thought to action. Anything to get that fucking growth going that you deserve. Grow like that beautiful flower that you want to be. Um, the biggest things that I would say during a waxing moon, how to utilize that energy would be not only manifestations, but um, gratitude. Mm -hmm. So you want to be displaying gratitude, whether that be um, gratitude journaling. Sometimes we we all are guilty of needing that reminder of these are the, the things that I'm thankful for. And da -da 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 -da, you know, and even just to have that visual thing to look back on. Um, also, waxing moon cycles are the perfect time if you want to do like a vision board. Um, if you want to update your vision board, I have mine actually right over here on my wall. I have an empty cork board too. It's actually over there. But um, to kind of use those waxing cycles to what else do I want to be manifesting? What else do I want to visually look at every day and see myself having? Good time to do it for sure. Our third moon cycle is actually the waning cycle. And with that one, we are wanting to let it go. So this is all about releasing. This is about forgiveness. Think of this time as like a cleanse. So you want to almost get in that spring cleaning gear um, and straighten up your space, your living space, your home, your car, things like that, just to let that cluttered, trapped energy, good or bad, trapped energy out and release mm -hmm. it. Um, it'd be a good time to do spell work for releasing, for forgiveness, for letting things go, um, enforcing boundaries. This would be a good time to do that, as well as using um, any sort of uh, cleansing tools like Palo Santos is like one of my favorites to use. It's um, the least controversial. Um, it's open practice. So that one is also really good to use. Last but not least is the full moon cycle. So with this one, the, the moon is at its brightest, its fullest. It has the most power necessary that the moon will have during that monthly cycle. And with this, we want to remember that it's going to be draining. We want to remember that we, with the full moon, we have an increase <laughs> to open the floodgates of emotions and of really looking at ourselves and looking at our life and going, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, this is a time. How? <laughs> just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> what do we need to work on? What do we need to be, you know, like that kind of. That kind of uh, feeling. So on the full moon, and really do this all the cycles as much as you can, but first and foremost, we are going to want to ground ourselves and we want to meditate. So 
recognizing the moon as a powerful energy source for magic, for spirituality, for life here on earth. Um, we want to, we will be connected with nature in a sense because the moon is natural. It's beautiful, whatever. So the main thing to do during the full moon is to ground yourself, connect with mother earth, whether that be going outside, taking a nature walk, a hike. Um, I, I know that a lot of um, people like to do moon walks pardon me. <laughs> For me personally, I would, I'm good with seeing the moon in my backyard. I don't need to go for a walk at night. That's a uh, stranger danger in my mind. Mm -hmm. But even just like, uh, I'm going to be discussing moon baths. This is a little bit, this is like moon basking, where you're literally viewing the moon in all its glory. And you're letting the like moon rays penetrate your skin you're having like a, it looks so bright around you right now <laughs> yeah it's like the moon's doing it the right moon now. is like yeah <laughs> hi baby so um you want to connect with mother earth but you also want to connect with your inner spirit which is kind of something you can do with meditation as well um, you want to tap into how you might need to recalibrate, whether that be spiritually, emotionally, within your relationships, your work life, your day-to-day -day routine, whether that be if you feel any sort of funkifiedness, you want to kind of take note of it and say, what can I do to, you know, use my energy in a better way? What What is there for me to do? Um Biggest, biggest fucking thing. And I know not many people, when they hear journaling, they're like, huh, I don't have time to do that. Like, that's a daily practice. No, it does not have to be a daily practice. You can do it strictly on days when you're having high emotions and you just want to let things out. The full moon is a perfect time to journal. Really, any moon cycle. Journal, let your feelings out to better understand yourself and kind of how you're processing certain things in your life. So the full moon is there to remind us that it's time to kind of like recalibrate things um, and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel as far as for the month ahead, I guess. Um, so this is a perfect time to do some spell work. Uh, I'll go into more detail about moon water, but moon water is great for really any cycle, but preferably on the full moon. I I prefer full moon. Um, and last but not least is a moon dance. So this is literally dancing under the full moon. Clothing oh. optional. <laughs> under oh. the full moon. And um, just while you're dancing or like swaying under the moon's rays, this is an ancient practice, okay? This is not just me being some kind of weirdo. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> campfire hippie action no i'm just kidding <laughs> she um, does every full moon <laughs> yeah Mo full moon dances are like ancient practice where you're literally dancing around and it's almost as if you are clearing out the cobwebs within your spirit within your soul and allowing the negativity to fall off you while you're dancing making room for more positivity or love can you show us an example of the dance? 
clear to me. Yes. So as I said, like moon basking, there's also moon baths, which are really wonderful. Showers are just as good. Um, I prefer a bath. I know you prefer a shower. <laughs> I just like, I cannot get into the bath phase. Like if I have to, I'll take a bath, but I am a shower bitch. And it's funny because yeah. I'll sit down in the shower. It's different. Though. Fucking fill up the water. Yeah. No. I have to be in the mood <laughs> for a bath. Yeah. I'm not. So I always get the feeling that like I want a blanket while I'm in the bath. Yeah, it's like there's and like it's irritating that I can't have one. And like it's like okay, let me fill the water up more, and then it's like ah, like I still want a blanket, gonna, like like drown or like flip over, and yeah. then it's like and then am I supposed to read a book? It's, yeah, it's like it's it's wet. You know yeah. what I mean? Okay, I'm gonna tell you what you need to do, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Do it. We have a bath. I don't even know if. I've All right. Well, if it. our listeners are interested in trying a moon bath, mm-hmm. I suggest getting a Epsom salt or a bath bomb. Both mm-hmm. is cool too. Bubbles, anything that's going to kind of promote that relaxation. I also enjoy. I also enjoy doing a face mask or something like that, as well. And while you're in the bath, I try to do twenty to thirty minutes in the water. Um, for me, it. How does okay, the water not it, get cold? You refill it. You as so for me, I have stage four endometriosis, bitch. So I'm in the fucking water trying to get some. Re- <laughs> I'm trying to get some relief. So I'll have the water up all the way to the drain. It'll go down a little bit. Then I'll fill it up with hot hot water. Turn it off anyway. So to get you in the mood to take a moon bath. Um, I suggest getting Epsom salt, scented, plain, whatever your preference. Bath bombs are awesome. Bubbles are great. You can do all three and have some fun with that. Just anything to get you relaxed. I also like to partner my bath with a face mask just because I'm like that extra self-care aspect to it. So what you want to do is relax and just try to breathe and focus on yourself. A lot of people like to meditate in the bath, but for me, um, they say- dangerous. (laughs) I know, I'm like, uh, I don't trust myself not to fall asleep. So for me personally, I will kind of stew for about 20 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes, depending, and focus on releasing any pent up tensions, any negativity, release it, out of your body, out of your mind, and imagine that the water is literally charged and cleansing you, go like um, on your skin, absorbing through your skin, light clearing, huge cleansing. So it's like if we if we give our crystals salt baths, why can't we give ourselves the salt bath? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that aspect. Um, and then when you Pull that drain out from the bathtub. Imagine that all that negativity, all the hardship that you've gone through the last month, the last year, however however long, um, imagine it going down the drain and it's out of your fucking life. Bye. You know, that kind of vibe. Yeah. 
that's a moon bath. Um, I'm going to kind of blow through a few of my favorite moon rituals real quick, and then we can um, all three discuss. So for me, I kind of, I treat the full moon as its own kind of uh, set day. Um, same with the new moon too, I suppose. Waning and waxing, I, I kind of blend it all together because the moon's energy, it's not just, oh, the full moon, you strictly do full moon shit. Oh, it's the new moon, you strictly do new moon shit. You absolutely can and should because it's like that, the um, theory of the moon's energy. But really the main thing about big moon cycle days and nights is that you want to do cleansings. You want to do manifesting. You want to do journaling, release, uh, cleansing my crystals, putting water in direct moonlight. I only do this on the new moon and the full moon though. Um, journaling. So it's a pretty regular thing. I don't do it every single day. I probably should. Um, but journaling, releasing, letting go, that sort of thing. Moon gazing, moon basking. Those are huge. Um, also the moon cycles are big about, you know, I've said this a few times already, but about letting in the good. So what you want to try to do is plan creative nights on, on, um, the specific, like the largest caliper moon cycle days. So not like in between a waxing and waning necessarily, like in between this cycle and this cycle, it, it'll be like, okay, so it's the new moon. I want to make a new project. Boom. You know, that sort of thing. Yoga is also fantastic to do during the moon um, cycles to get that energy, same kind of thing, move that energy. It's all about how to recalibrate yourself, cleanse yourself, all of that. So yeah, that's my yeah. research. So I'm pretty much the same uh, when it comes to the moon cycles and like my ritual, if you will, um, for either the new, more, new moon or the full moon, I clean the house. Like I just, I like to have it all clean. Um, I'm also very like specific. If I like sweep a certain way, I'm sweeping with intention to get the negativity out of the house. Um, Everything with intention. Yeah. And then I uh, will Palo Santo the house and the area and all of us just completely clean and cleanse everything. Um, try to declutter as much as possible because, like you said, energy gets stuck in clutter, whether it's good or bad energy. And you just want it out. I give it a chance to open all the windows and doors in the house and just, like, get fresh life going through there. I meditate. Um I shower. I don't bathe, but I do shower. I'm not a bath person, but I do shower. Um, and different things that I've used in the past uh, when I shower is uh, like lavender. Um, lavender scents. That's like big for me when it's any moon, like a moon day, full moon or new moon, um, because it's very relaxing. And then I charge my crystals and I do moon water as well. Um, now that we live in a place where it rains more often, I like to catch the rainwater. Now you can use it for different things. Um, same with the moon water. You can either bathe in it, you can clean with it, you can cook with it. If it's moon water, I wouldn't cook with rainwater. 
unless you filter it really well. Um, but you can use it for different things. Like you can do like a, a potpourri on the oven with your moon water or your rain water. That way it's, it's extra charged. And that's what I like to do during the new moon and the full moon. I also do different manifesting um, during the new moon. I'll write on the bay leaves and then I burn yeah. it. Uh, I always give back whatever I burn to mother earth. So that's just what I do. A lot of journaling. And I also should journal uh, more than I should, more than I do, I mean. Um, but I make sure that I journal and I do my gratitudes on my big moon day cycles. Yeah. Same and with thing. the moon water, <laughs> with the moon water, um, I know that there's like traditions that are very, um, that can, people can look down on certain things. Now, I want to say with moon water, especially if you're a baby witch, especially if you're just starting out um, and you don't have anything else on hand, I've literally taken a container of water bottles, not me personally, my husband. <laughs> let, me not, <laughs> let me not take his credit. He has literally moved outside a full thing of water bottles because during well, with full moons, I, I prefer to drink full moon water. Um, new moon water is also fantastic, but the full moon I really like too. But it's in a plastic container. So I usually would be like, glass, glass, you have to use glass, you know. But plastic, if you're in a pinch, works just as fine. Yeah. I was also going to say, uh, you just reminded me, don't be afraid of solar eclipses. Everyone yes. like... Everyone in the world right now, in the spiritual world, on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter, I don't even have a Twitter, but like I'm assuming that they're there too, are like, be wary of doing rituals during the solar eclipse. Like, don't manifest, don't charge your water. That's, it's I mean, so do weird. what you want to do, but yeah. the energy during a lunar or a solar eclipse is so amazing. And if you have a chance to harness it, harness it. And that's essentially what you're doing with your crystal charging and your moon water is that you're collecting that energy. Um, yeah. So don't be afraid to manifest on a solar eclipse or any eclipse for that matter. Um, revel in it because it's amazing. Don't be afraid yeah. of it. That's just, that was what I was going to say was that a lot of people can be, don't be. It's awesome. Ah, we'll spill One my water. That, um I do with the new moon. <laughs> it's kind of cool. So I write a letter and it's like what I want, essentially, like what I'm hoping for, whether it's like career or personal life. Like I write it like I've already done it. And like oh, I, that's cool. I, I write it. I never send it, but like I always put like my brother's name, like I'm sending it to him and updating him about my life and like how it's been. And then I like uh, seal it. Oh, Lexi, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah, that's actually super cool. And that's like the biggest thing when it comes to manifesting. And they talk about it a lot in The Secret is you need to live as if you already have it. Well, it's hard for some people to visualize, you know, if they're wanting a million dollars. Well, how would I be living with a million dollars? I'm still going to work. I wouldn't do that. You know, whatever. But that's like a perfect way to visualize your manifestations is to to write like you've already had so we want to like last minute thoughts about the moon is you want to um create your sacred space whether it be where you meditate whether it be what <laughs> <whether it be, laughs> 
<laughs> whether it be where you relax, where you take a load off, take the time to cleanse your area, take the time to cleanse yourself, recharge, all of that stuff. Marvel is right here. Excuse so me. she's like, she's like, she always pushes, pushes in between. <laughs> But yeah, so that's just kind of like a quick breakdown on the moon and moon rituals. Mm -hmm. Thank you all, you twisted listeners, for tuning in. Very much appreciate it. Yes, and thank you to our listeners who have already started sending in their own stories. It's so exciting to hear from you guys <laughs> and to, you know, get a little uh, taste of your spooky stuff. Now, um, we would love to have some more so we can compile it into a big episode for you guys, our listener episode. Um, so feel free to send us your stories, anything across, you know, the paranormal spectrum, the spiritual spectrum. Um, we can go into creepy things like crime, anything like that, that um, you guys want to hear us talk about or any stories you want to tell. We are at a campfire here. Babies fucking tell us. Wow. <laughs> yes, we've had um we've had a couple where it goes on the paranormal side versus some other fun stuff and we'll have a whole episode about all the submissions that we've had so far but they are so fun and we are having a blast reading them. So, if you have a story that you want to tell us or you have a topic that you want us to talk about, definitely send us a message. We've got our TikTok and our Instagram at underscore three twisted sisters. Um, if you're not watching this on YouTube, our YouTube is three twisted sisters podcast uh comment below like subscribe or you can send us an email to our email which is three twisted sisters podcast at gmail.com we definitely want to hear from you guys we want to get as many submissions as we can because it is a blast and thank you guys so much for listening yes you guys all <laughs> take care have a wonderful week and stay, stay twisted, twisted.